What is up, people? It's your boy, J-Rock, in your ear, literally, and I am back and excited to be back and getting these podcasts rolling. Um, I'm not lying this time when I got people scheduled, and we are going to get after it, so I am, I think it's been like two th- two weeks now, uh, three weeks, honestly, let's be honest, three weeks again, we're on a three-week span, but we haven't done a show, so ready to get after it, bring somebody uh, very special today to both of my... Uh, my, I guess, creations in some ways, and also into our businesses, and I say ours because it is ours, and we work hard for what we do, and uh, also to our Blockbuster Wrestling fans, uh, this might be a very good treat for you, because your boy Mr. A3O is here with me today, and uh, so we're going to talk with him a little bit, you're going to find out what he's been up to, you're going to find out what's keeping him out of the ring, and, uh, you know, we'll see what we can get going on, and, uh, Hear what, we, what he's been up to. So it's going to be pretty cool. But before I get things going, people, make sure you got to understand that I got to pay the bills. And the bills is to pay for what we got to do for this show, where it's going to go, and what I'm going to be doing next. So uh, with that being said, I want a big shout out to uh, Conway's. Conway's is at 262 West John Street here in New Braunfels, Texas, 78130. You need to go check them out. And uh, that's exactly where our Blockbuster Wrestling events happen. And uh, what they got coming up next is what I'm excited for is on Cinco de Mayo. They got your boy uh, Paul Wall, the people's champ. Uh, he's going to be there performing. And um, so we're kind of excited for that. Your boy is going to be wrestling, blockbuster wrestling. And that's going to be on May 27th. Uh, the doors will be opening at 6 p.m., a little bit later show. And 7 p.m., the uh, show will start. And people, you don't have work the next day. Well, most of you people don't. Um... Uh, so if you get a chance, come on out, bring out the kiddos. If there's no school, of course, school will be done, right? I think school's done by that time. I don't know. I'm not too sure. But, uh, if not, either way, come out. Be some good stuff. We're going to have some awesome wrestling. Uh, I know both titles will be on the line, I believe. I think the New Braunfels wrestling, New Braunfels championship is for sure on the line. Uh, we haven't heard from Mr. Love if he's going to put this title on the line. Rob Love is your new blockbuster wrestling champion if you haven't heard last show. So we're getting ready for that. We're excited. We're pumped. And you never know what else Blockbuster Wrestling is going to bring to you. And uh, I'm excited about who I'm going to fight. And I will release that at the end of the show. So be ready for that. The last thing I'm going to go ahead and uh, pay the bills with, of course, the new Broncos Hoop Masters, which you always hear us talking about. Uh, of course, I am the director of the program and also one of the coaches. So we love uh, promoting, letting you know, people know what we got next. Of course, we're always doing training at the Westside Community Center. The Westside Community Center is uh, at the 292 Interstate 35 Frontage Road here in New Braunfels, Texas as well. That's right here, of course, by I-35. Uh, we have training on Wednesdays from 6.15 to 8.15. Um, we do that uh, on a monthly basis. Uh, we have a pass, shoot, and dribble clinic this Saturday. Uh, this will be from 9.30 to 12.30 p.m. You sign up through the library calendar at mbtexas.org. And then we also got camps coming up in July. July 23rd uh, will be a full week of camp at the new DOS Rec Center. And also on August the 20th through the 25th. Uh, that's going to be a cost of 125 people. So make sure you get signed up. And again, that's the new DOS Rec Center at 345 Landis Street in Braunfels, Texas. Make sure you check them out. You can check that everything out that's coming out. That's going to be a pretty cool facility. So we're pretty excited to see things grow and to see New Braunfels Hoopmasters in there doing our thing. And shout out to our sponsors for Andrew Hoopmasters, uh, River Valley Pediatrics, Freddy's Pond and Jewelry, Culture Family Counseling, TNL Time and Road Services, 
HEC Trucking, New Braunfels Police uh, Officers Association, uh, Remax with so, uh, Sefa Pedraza. And uh, guys, we got more sponsors too, so it's pretty cool. And, and uh, Conway's is doing great stuff too. So thanks to Justin and CJ over there for doing that. So enough talking about that. I know you're pretty excited about Mr. 830. Guys, it's 10.40 p.m. by the way. Actually, it's about almost 11 o'clock. Uh, 10.45. And we work our asses off and we love doing it. And what I mean by we, Mr. A30 is sitting right next to me. Mr. A30, can you say what's up to the people? Yo, what's up everybody? How y'all doing? And uh, he's a little new to this. He doesn't really listen to podcasts much. And so I think if there's anything that he hears a lot of, I think it's just my voice and I think he hates it sometimes. What do you think? Uh, We'll, we'll talk off mic about that. <laughs> so, like, he's a little shy. I might have to tell him to talk a little louder sometimes. He is a little tired. His boy works his ass off. And then, like I said, we work our ass off together. So, to get things started, Mr. Aethro has to come over here. This is his so-called free time. Uh, being here at 11 o'clock. And he actually has his dog with him. Uh, Wally, say hi. All right. Well, he said hi. <laughs> so Wally's with us here, so if you hear something, um, you know, walking around or you're making his voice, his dog noises, or even maybe knock this mic down, you'll know why. So, uh, so Mr. A3O, the people want to know, where have you been? Why haven't you wrestled? Let's just start with that. What, why aren't you wrestling right now? Let's start with question number one. Uh, so, main reason is personal health. Um, you know, everybody knows a lot of the uh, information that's come out on concussions and their long-term effects on people and their minds and, you know, what it can lead to and stuff like that, especially if uh, you uh, push too hard too soon uh, from one or multiple uh, occasions of coming across that. So with that, um, we're nearing almost uh, almost a year from the last time that I suffered a concussion, you know, associated with amnesia. Um, meaning I, I don't remember much from any of that event. Um, that was the second time that, I, that has happened, you know, within a three-year span. Uh, the first time didn't really uh, take any time off, kind of just came right back into it. Yeah. Uh, this, this time uh, it, it was under, under advisement, you know, by medical staff, and then, of course, you know, my family in the circle around let me know, like, this might be a sign to, you know, uh, see... Take some time off, relax, and uh, take care of yourself first. Yeah, so uh, the so we, let's go back a little bit. So the first one, the first concussion that you got here, um, let's see, do you, we were at Alpha, correct? Yes. We're at Alpha. Who did you wrestle? Do you remember that at least? Um, no, that was actually during uh, a pre-warm-up stuff. If, if I don't oh yeah, that. that's right. You were warming up. You were you were doing some things in the ring, mm-hmm. and you were taking a couple bumps. Yeah, we that's were. right. Okay, now I remember this. Okay, so he goes in the ring and he's doing a couple bumps, doing his thing. Uh, of course, when the shows are getting ready, um, I'm flying back and forth. You know, I'm, I'm setting up the ring with the guys. Most of the time, I'm doing that to help me out. We set up the ring. You know, I'm over there. You know, running the front, figuring out what's going to happen when the people come in. I'm in the back, making sure the wrestlers are coming to make sure they know what they're doing. Which is a lot of the reasons why I don't like uh, uh, trying to do everything so much now. And, you know, and not trying to get into me with this, but we, 
as I'm working, I see he comes to the back and he's sitting there and he's like going. I see him in the corner and I see him kind of like off a little bit, but then I didn't think of nothing. So as I'm going and I'm continuing to do work, I'm almost at a point where I'm getting ready and he's starting to come up to me and asking me, who am I wrestling? Like, who am I wrestling and what, um, what, what, you know, what are we going to be doing? And then I was just looking, I'm like, and guys, let me get, let me, let me tell you something. If there's anybody that would, at that time, would talk everything about wrestling with, it was Mr. Adrio. It was, you know, it was everything that was going to happen in the shows, everything that was going to, um, everything that was going to go, you know, everything part of the show. And Mr. Adrio helps me with everything. Uh, from, you know, sometimes even getting wrestlers ready, getting the ring ready, picking up the ring, taking the ring back. Doing some bookings with the shows, doing some running the book, the the financial parts, doing things like that. Like we do a lot together. So I expected him to already know this stuff. So by the time this is going on, uh, I'm freaked out. So we sit down and try to figure out what he's going to do. We end up going to the hospital. They tell us that he had a minor concussion, and so he just forgot everything. Uh, he went home for the rest of the day. Didn't help us. He had to make sure just being watched and stuff. So the second time, which is a little bit more crazier, uh, we, we're not crazier, but it's just, I remember this more because it was recently, of course, last year, and I was in the match with you. Uh, so we're going through the match, uh, we already had everything going on, and uh, it started getting to a point where uh, we were in the match, and I, of course, had already got eliminated. So as everything's going on, I'm watching, and I, dude, to my point of view, and we've seen the video, of him working, correct? Mm -hmm. so, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we we watched the footage over, and you know, I I didn't even see anything wrong with myself. You know, what, watching the match over, which was you know pretty you know crazy to think about. You know, because there wasn't any part of the match that I really remember other than getting ready to come out from the curtain, walking out, and that was the last thing I remember about you know that day. You know, that was the last thing I remember from that day on. Uh, you know, until of course, you know, I woke up the next morning and, you know, talked with everybody else. So, uh, it's pretty crazy to see, you know, or not see anything wrong with myself in, in the video footage of the match, you know. Yeah, when did you see the video? Uh, I want to say it was maybe about uh, two or three days after it had happened. Um, you know, didn't really, you know, care to kind of rush to watch it or anything like that. Um, and, you know, somebody finally came to me with it and you know, I was like, all right, let me go out and, you know, check it over, see if I might see, you know, where something might have happened. And, you know, we might have fell wrong, we made a, took in a bump wrong, just things like that. And, um, you know, it was just a little, it's just a little different when you're actually, you know, going through the match and you're just getting the adrenaline and just moving and working and, you know, things like that. But um, it was crazy. We go to the back after the match and uh, you, you had won. Oh. You had won. <laughs> you know, he don't remember, but he won. And so he has the belt, he comes to the back, he's sitting down and he walks out to me and he goes, uh, hey bro, um, who won? And I laugh because if you know, <laughs> if you know Mr. A3O or if you know, you know, if you know Vince, he is a cocky son of a, Yes. So <laughs> I'm thinking he comes to me like, hey, who won? And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. And he's like, no, who won? And I said, Vince, you you have 
you have the belt in your hand. And he's like, looks down. I'm like, sit down. So he sits down and I'm like, dude, do you remember them? That, do you remember you just wrestled? He said, no. I said, do you remember where you are? And he's like, he looks around. He goes, well, we're at Conway's. Okay, do you remember your name? Well, my name is Vince Vicente. I said, no, do you know your wrestling name? Yeah, 830. I said, okay, uh, where, uh, what's today? What's, <laughs> what month are we in? And he's thinking about it, man. And that's when I was like, all right, stop. So at this point, we had a medic there. A medic comes and checks on him and says, man, we got to get this guy to the hospital. So he, you know, got his family together and they took him to the hospital. This is mid-show. So he goes and does his things at the hospital to where now he's at where he is now. He got recovered. He's been taking a break and not wrestling. So one thing to kind of feed off of these people is when things like that happen and you're not feeling right, definitely go check yourself out. Get some medical uh, attention and make sure you're getting everything that you need towards, uh, you know, if you're active. Uh, so, uh, he knew that this situation was happening, his family knew the situation was happening, so knowing that to look after him and things like that was one of the things. So, how were you coping through it though, uh, A3? Like, what, what, what are some things, like, are there things now that you feel that you know that was from that? Is there, sometimes you have headaches, like, how do you feel from that? Oh, man. I mean, there was just so many emotions to go through, and you know, just recalling everything, you know, it, it brings on those emotions. Um, I'm a very passionate person. You know, if I choose to do something, it's usually because it's a passion of mine. You know, I work hard, being a, you know, of course, to pay the bills. Um, but, you know, the passions, wrestling, working with basketball and stuff like that, very adamant about. So, um, you know, recalling the events and then, of course, you know, my family's emotions, you know, my daughter particularly, you know, recalling her, you know, um, that was... One thing that I do remember um, from that evening was just an image of her um, extremely upset, you know, because her dad was in, in bad shape. Uh, but going through it, my family was definitely there to help me stay distracted, I guess to say, and not think of wrestling. Um, I even, you know, kind of stopped watching it on TV at the time just so I wouldn't, you know, have that urge to work again or to continue working at the time uh, they, they really just helped me step back you know that's what I focused on was family time uh, recovering uh, those kind of things and uh, you know they were the main ones helping me you know of course you were you know the one keeping me away at the same time you know yeah you know because you know we're always so involved I'm always involved and stuff like that but you know you definitely making sure you know I, you know I didn't do anything that I wasn't supposed to be doing and you know uh, yeah man so, like, what, I mean, uh, to, the, to the fans and stuff like that, because I know, so A3O still helps with the ring, and he's still showing up and still helping us out with the shows when he's got the time. Um, and it's also, I'm sure, I mean, is it hard for you to be there at the shows knowing that you can't wrestle? I mean, Oh, definitely. Um, in, in particular, the first time, you know, having to kind of sit on the sidelines in, in my eyes. Yeah. You know, watch the show. <clears throat> and, of course, I feel like I am the show. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I mean, it, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, that's just how I feel about it. And, and if I didn't, you know, why why am I doing it? You mm -hmm. know, that I, I'm not yeah. doing it for money. You know, I'm not here to get rich when I step in that ring. I'm I'm there to put on a damn show. Yeah. You know, for anybody and everybody that's watching, you know, that's there at the time, may watch it later on video footage. Uh, you know, so sitting on the side, 
you know, almost steaming, almost boiling about, you know. But it, it was more of just the desire of wanting to be in there and yeah. knowing I can't. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of thing, you know. There's something you love to do, you know you can do it, but you, you really can't at the yeah. time, and, you know. So that first time was really hard. Um, you know, recently we had a show, again, was there, you know, mid-show helping out and stuff like that. Um, it was a little bit easier, you know, uh, and definitely helped out uh, Artemis, you know, over yeah. there. Who, you know, he was, <laughs> hey, man, I miss you, but, you know, I understand you got to take care of yourself and yeah. other fans and other support like that. So uh, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, not going to lie, there's still definitely that itch and that desire and that passion for it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, health and, you know, long-term health is, is something that's top priority. Um, and always at the you know the main focus when mm-hmm. you know when it comes to that it's subject of wrestling. Yeah, and that's what's pretty cool, guys, as well. Like, uh, I mean, the main thing, the reason why we do this is to get the people behind us and to love uh, what we do and to you know again, at the end of the day, we're making these people come and pay a fee to come watch us entertain them. You know, and that's what we look forward to, and we that's why we bring our best. And uh, it's cool to hear them like understand. That we're having to go through things and uh, for them to still come out even after. And that's one thing I'm trying to make a lot of uh, people that come watch me appreciate what the rest of these guys do. Um, And so, you know, because again, this is my last year doing this stuff. Uh, You know, at least on a a show basis at this point to to help promote. And, you know, um, you know, the newer guys are coming, the younger stars are coming in. And it's a pretty cool thing to see. And the only thing I always said was to give these guys a stage to come and work on their craft and you know i've been blessed to be able to do it with my cousin and that's uh of course mr a30 so uh before we finish this segment um just to let you know a little background mr a30 his uh his mom and my uncle are married i've known him since we were i think we were maybe first grade kindergarten i think and so it was like we kind of grew up with each other but at the same time uh this is a big believer and i believe on this a lot of um you know, blood not, you know, family doesn't, how do you say that, bro? Blood isn't always family. You know, blood is not always family. And, you know, some of the closest people that I have around me and with me uh, to this day that don't give up on me and, and, and to a point to where they're around on a daily basis to help me out, push me and push us because we have pretty much the same uh, surrounding in some ways, um, of course, because that's what we do, you know, but uh, it's good to keep that belief, you know, in that. So through that, we grew up and always around each other, and we're a straight family to us, you know, so it's been good stuff. And um, that's why uh, everything that me and Vince do, we take it with passion because we trust in each other. And so that's what's uh, led us to pretty much basketball. So we'll come back with the next segment for the basketball. We're going to take a quick break. Alright, we had to, we had to for you wrestling fans. <laughs> I can tell you right now, he didn't. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Uh, so, bro, you got uh, got me riled up, man. Almost <laughs> knocked you over and the freaking mic. I saw him lift his foot up there for a little bit. Speaking of that, we have a little wrestling store for you. So, 
Me and, H, me and A3O decided to take this booking in uh, Corpus, and I think we were working for, was it VPW? I believe I so. think it was VPW, but Sergeant Rico kind of helped us get out there. But we were like, yeah, let's go out there. So we're going out there, we drive out there, we do this match, and we're talking about what we're gonna, how we're going to entertain the people. And uh, I said, hey, man, um, better give me a good kick. I said, but, uh, you know. Let's make it look pretty good, you know what I'm saying? So we're in the match, we're going through it, man, we got the crowd kind of riled up. Well, I didn't say we got the crowd riled up. The people, the guys that were working before us got the crowd riled up. But we kept the crowd going as well, just like you're supposed to. And uh, that felt like the crowd was really behind our match because of uh, the chemistry me and Mr. Ethereal got. And we were getting in there, we were putting on a good match, and we are getting to our spot, and then uh, here comes the big old super kick. And uh, let's say he... You played it. You laid it on me. Did you hold back or did you hold back? You said you wanted a kick, so I gave you a kick. <laughs> Mr. Ethereal kicked me up so hard, I had a Nike check on my freaking chin for like about a week and a half. And my jaw hurt like no tomorrow. So <laughs> that's the roast story. He, I think he's allowed that. I think, you know, over the years of all the work that I put him through... I think that's uh, that's it. I think that equals to that. So we're good. We're even. I mean, I, I have taken a lot of body slams. So, <laughs> yeah. Lot, lot. <laughs> so, uh, going back to Mr. A3O, uh, or let's just stop there with that real quick. Vince. Vince, 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 Vince. Vince Romero. Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Everybody has a cousin Vinny. Life really get the cousin Vinny. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, so Vince, where did you... I know, like, where did you get wrestling? When did you start liking wrestling? What got you into wrestling? Uh, I mean, I think it's the same for you. And I say it, it was our family. I mean, our, our family watched it, so we watched it. And, of course, we started loving it. Um, you know, we probably watched during the greatest era. I mean, mm -hmm. Attitude Era, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess you want to get into detail the ruthless aggression eras. Well. Mm -hmm. Did uh, um, So everybody, our grandpa was uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> our grandma loved Hulk Hogan so much she used to tell us that that was her husband oh yes yes that was her husband they were married um, and you know grandpa, he was grandpa, grandpa was a shower or, or yeah. a front he just <laughs> brought home he just brought home the uh, the bacon <laughs> so cool so you got into wrestling as you young got into it what made you actually want to start wrestling bro um well, heck, I mean, I guess that would be you initially. I mean, uh, like you brought me being in. blamed by me right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what my mom said. <laughs> she, she, she constantly blames you for, you know, bringing me into it, um, me getting hurt, um, that kind of thing. So um, oh. he's definitely fearing my mom as well. And, um, she doesn't carry Nikes, but she, she'll leave some kind of print oh. for sure. Um, this, this gets the old... <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. But um, and I'm sure she's gonna hear this. She's gonna hear this because mm -hmm. I'm gonna post. It. I post these things on my Facebook, and and uh, and Sylvia follows me on Facebook, and I know she's gonna eventually listen to this. So hi, mom. Sylvia, I'm deeply sorry what I've done to your son, but uh, I keep bragging and telling him, and I know I believe this one day, but I'm gonna make your son rich. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and initially, it, it was just refing. Uh, you know, just coming in to help help ref because you know you need some help refing, and uh, of course, you know I had a 
I had a love for wrestling, you know, since I was a kid. So I was like, why not be, you know, right next to the action, you know, about as close as you can be. Um, and I guess from there it spun into, well, you're already in the ring. Why are you effing? <laughs> uh, you know, you're pretty athletic yourself. Uh, you know, you like to test your limits, you know, that kind of thing, you know, so. You miss, uh, what is... So, got into it, got, got, got things going. So, one question I got for you is, which name did you like better? <laughs> oh, goodness. When we got into wrestling, I don't know, no, 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 this name didn't come from wrestling. They used to call, they used to call him Big C. Explain this name, Big C, because I don't understand where the big came from. Um, well, I, I, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it was ironic and, and more of a jab, you know, rib at me. Um, but, but hey man, you know, it, it got into my head, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm eight foot, you know, maybe like 400 pounds, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy, man. Uh, you just, you just can't see it on the outside. That's I don't even remember this conversation, uh, but if we could have it again, like back then I'd be like, Hey, what's your name? Um, I don't know. Well, everybody calls me a big C. <laughs> Give it to him, Big C. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, kind of just, you know, ran with that initially. Uh, and then, you know, we, 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 had to, we had to get rid of that because, you know, we wanted something a little bit better, a little bit more catchy. So you're the one, uh, you and very few can actually go, went through this process with us. So we would go pick up this ring from San Antonio, Santana's ring. The ring rates so much, and we'd drive over there and come back and drive. And this is on the south side of San Antonio. And sometimes we do this in one day. We drive all the way to south side of San Antonio in the morning. We pick up the ring with maybe about three or four people. It was horrible. And then we'd bring it back. We'd set it up. And then we'd have the show. We'd break it down and sometimes take it back. And sometimes take it back the next morning. So going through the process of that and then eventually getting our own ring, uh, what kept you motivated and like wanting to still do that? That's I've always been curious about that. Like what made you just keep with it? Like, I mean, of course you're believing in me apparently to make to, to, to still keep wanting to do it. Like what made it happen or what was it? Uh I mean it it was initially it was, it was an, a good challenge, you know, athletically, physically, that kind of thing. You know, I wanted to see if I could do it. Um, just so happened to be I I, I was kind of good at it, you know. Um, so of course I wanted to stick with it. You know, there were some veteran people that we would bring in, you know, different talent and stuff like that. You know, they would definitely tell me, you know, hey kid, you know, you you got a little something there. You know, may, maybe work on you know fine tuning your craft and stuff like that. Um, so that, that was a big part of, you know, okay, well, let me see, you know, exactly how good I can be at this. And people would get mad. I mean, I'm going to say people, the other talent would get mad. Like, I don't give a shit. I mean, like Scotty would get pissed, like, because we were putting this younger guy with some of the better talent and he was making it happen. Missed, I mean, the way he worked in the ring just happened and, you know, and then he started working with better guys, like he said, and he just wanted to better him, so... Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, there was there was definitely some envious, um, you know, and it wasn't just one person either. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of the guys that were part of the original BBW, um, they, you know, they felt like they, they were a big part of it and that they should be. And oh, yeah. at the time, you know, I was getting a big push 
and the crowd was really getting behind me, um, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, thank y'all, thank y'all, I always appreciate it, because, you know, that was leading into my next thing is, you know, that was, you know, something that really kept me going was, you know, the fans, you know, they, you know, they just kept telling me how much they enjoyed, you know, the performance and the show I put on for them, and uh, I, I like showing off, you know, I like being a show off, uh, you know, showing everything I can get, I can do, um, and, you know, that, you know, it, that, those are the things that drove me, and, and something, and in my mind or that was always been in my mind and you know I don't know that I've ever opened up to you about this so, yeah you know this, this why I love these conversations this could be a little you know truth thing is uh you know for me it was like man you know this is just something we picked up like you know it, it wasn't like I went through some training I was you know some you know mat wrestler from high school that's transferring over um, you know, I wasn't some, you know, big genetically gifted, you know, football athlete, you know, yeah. something like that. It was some little kid, you know, from some <laughs> small town. How was how he good at this, you know, and, and without any training, it was simply what I picked up from what I was watching, you know, and I was always watching W, you know, the, the other shows. <laughs> I don't know if we can mention other names, or not, you know, I'll stop myself there. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, and, and I wouldn't watch just one one program either. I would watch as many programs as I could find on TV whenever I could find them. You know, yeah. there was some old old school classic stuff. You know, golden era yeah. stuff that would come on late at nights, and you know, I pick up from that. And I, and I think that's why. I mean, again, and also again, going back to the question of why you stuck with it was me wanting all these things out of it. And gaining all these things out of it, but also um, the motivation of, be, you know, hating on the naysayers. You know, like when this, when when we, when at least in my part, when it started, when I started taking over, social media was getting a big push. MySpace, I think Facebook was barely coming out, so it was getting to a point to where we were building this product, and then we were like trying to put it out there. But every piece that we'd put out there on in the social media world was we were just getting bullcrap on us like oh these guys suck these guys don't know how to do this these guys don't know how to do that but that's where you bring in the extreme part of everything which is what we did you know we brought in the tables the chairs the ladders the, you know the burning fucking the thumbtacks the barbed wire and we did all this stuff because not only did we find it entertaining, <laughs> but at the same time to us, like, we knew that we had to do something extra. Don't forget jumping off of buildings. And that's what I was leading to next, was <laughs> we were we were surprising our crowds. We were, I, I mean, I, I was writing good stuff, Scotty was writing good stuff, and we were putting our minds together, which what I loved a lot about. But when it started getting to other things, it was getting a little crazy, but we got to the point where we were getting, he jumped off the roof at the... Um, at the, at the gardens, and he jumped off that gardens. roof. Uh, we had a show at the River City Range. He jumped off that main roof. Uh, what else did you jump off of? Hell, mm, he jumped off that the big ladder in the ladder match for me, you, and Judas Rage at the Alpha. Eighteen foot. It was an eighteen foot ladder, and he jumps off of that and lands in us in the ring with a swanton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did not feel great, by the way. But guys, those were the things that we were willing to do to like get us where we wanted to be. And you know, as much as the guys, the pioneers before us that I appreciate 100%, even though they'll still say some good, some bad things about me, but it had to change. 
I mean, you, I remember having those conversations. You remember those conversations of, man, we got to change. Like, if we want to get somewhere into places and do these things, like, we have to be kid-friendly because that's what's being promoted on TV. And if we don't promote what's on TV, then well, how are we going to draw any type of wrestling fan base to us? And so we made that decision to do that. So we cut out some things, and we definitely cut out, like, Bob wire and thumbtacks, and we'd be careful what we were doing with the chairs and... Um, not, not so much gore and violence. Yeah. In, you know, our matches for sure, uh, which, you know, helped open it up for that demographic, you know, we're more looking for. I mean, how we got into the West Side with, the, with you know, Garcia to go read that book. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, have, uh, Kids Fest. Other venues as yeah, well, Kids know, Fest, Knights of Columbus. <laughs> which helps. Yeah, and so, like, the big picture was there, and the big picture's still there. And that's one thing that I've always appreciated for me, bro, at least wrestling side, and I know we're about to talk basketball side, but wrestling side, nobody else, everybody else got to a point where they didn't see the big picture. You know what I'm saying? That's why what we, that's what was the question at the beginning is why you, what made you actually believe in what I was doing? Because if, you know, and you've told me, but I guess they just didn't see it, you know, and it's, don't get me wrong, some of those guys could still come back and wrestle. But the ones that actually chose that that they went then of course most of them didn't because they're not here. But if they chose to do it in a way to actually help their own ways of building themselves here as what they're doing, it could they could still be here right now doing small things and still being part of it. And you know that's one thing that I miss is those guys coming to create the matches and shows that we do, which we can't do anymore. Which leads to where I'm not doing booking anymore. I just want to show up and wrestle and put the show together to a point to where how can I make the surrounding great? How can I make you show great? Do a promoter's part of the job. And that's where I feel like just as much as you're stepping away from it right now as an athlete, you know, I'll have, I know that I'm, gonna, I'm doing about to do the same thing. And I just feel, of course, because of both situations, I'm taking advantage and also blessed to know that I'm able to still do this. So it's crazy where it's brought us. But everything that the both of us have done, and of course other guys, but we've stuck it up the furthest, from the beginning of me taking this over, this is where it's at. I mean, would you say you're proud of your work? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, and not trying to bash or talk mess in any way, and, and I hope nobody, you know, misinterprets anything I say, you know, about, you know, the people before us or the way it was. You know, hell, you know, I love that stuff too. Um, you know, don't definitely don't get it wrong, but you know, we we definitely needed a change, um, and we knew it was going to be hard. We knew initially we were going to lose a lot of fan base that we were drawing in initially, yeah. um, because you know that's what they were coming for, and we weren't going to be providing that no more. Um, so there was going to be a bit of a un uncertainty there, uh, you know, for a bit. But, you know, definitely, you know, kind of looking to see how far you've come kind of thing. Uh, definitely proud of, you know, what we've done, uh, especially, you know, heck, I mean, just looking at our ring, you know, from when we first started to where we are now with our ring. Like, yeah, having I mean, resting on pallets. And yeah, yeah um, pallets and little thin pieces of, you know, carpet, carpet and, yeah. and, and literally pieces like. They looked like unmatching jigsaw pieces, <laughs> um, and, and they were thin. Uh, you know, not that the padding's thick now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's kind of nice when the guys from other shows and other places come over. They're yeah. like, "Wow, your ring's nice. It feels great. Your ring's nice." Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't always have that. We were going to pick up some 
rinkety-dink thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely proud of where we're at, where we've come from. Uh, on a personal level, you know, how I started, you know, and the way, you know, you know, I was initially when I was wrestling to, you know, how I am now, you know, I definitely don't feel green anymore. Uh, definitely feel a little bit more seasoned, you know. Yeah. Maybe not. And anymore. other companies did reach out to me for him. And again, guys, we, we live a life. We live uh, a life just like everybody else. And it's, it's to me, I find it so crazy, but... It is what you deliver, and people will tell me, like, J-Rock, like, we like what you're doing with your Facebook. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Like, stay up. And to be truly honest with you guys, just as much as you see people on TV, on your busy life, and that's the only time you see them, you look at them a certain way. Uh, and then, so they look at us that way. So the only thing that they're seeing on my Facebook is, like, all this stuff of going on with wrestling, and, and I'm being busy, and I'm doing this stuff. They come to me and they kind of, I mean, of course, it's what I do and it's what I love to do, but they kind of look up to you in a certain way. And they come to you and they're like, oh, man, that's badass. Like, and they look at you and some, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Again, it's nothing to brag about, but it's you. It's something you work for. And they, they just treat us differently. So it's just like we appreciate that, that everything that's came from that and everything we can do for it for later on. But, uh, man, it's it's just... It's just strong what, what we've done, and, and we got to appreciate it. It's pretty much where I'm going with that. But um, I just want people to just appreciate, you know, guy, people around you that are doing what we're, like what we did. When you feel that somebody's really strong in what they believe in, what they're going to do, like get behind them. And don't just give them like uh, three weeks or a month or six months or a year. Sometimes you have to give them more than that. And as far as, as, so as far as me and A3 have gone with this, uh, you know, from the beginning, we appreciate everything that we've gotten from it. We've done, we've taken advantage of every opportunity. And that's why, you know, some people think that what I do and say is bullshit. But like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> could you be a little example of like, I mean, I work hard for what I say, man. You know, I mean, what would you think? I mean, I know I bullshit a lot, but at least when it comes to working hard towards what we want. Well, yeah. I mean, we all look to have our fun times. So, you know, sometimes people look at us at those times and think that that's who we are and how we are. But uh, this man definitely grinds when, when he needs to, which is most of the time. Uh, I mean, putting together the, these different programs, these different things, hell, just the, the amount of contacting people, you know, reaching out to people just on the phone, emails, text messages, yeah. uh, whatever the case may be, um, on top of having to put the different stuff together, you know, where are you going to find, you know, sponsors, you know, how are you going to get them, um, you know, uh, other things, where are you going to get talent, who are you going to get to help you, you know, with the ring, with the door, um, there's, there's a lot that goes involved and it doesn't just poof happen. Yeah. Uh, so you know, people don't necessarily see it or realize the work that you put into what they're seeing and coming together. So you know, yeah. And like again, again, I know where I was going with that was again they look at us in a certain way. So it's pretty cool, and and uh, that's where we want to make a difference in what we can do for for everybody else to show them that they can do do what they whatever they got their minds to and stuff too. So, uh, but you know, we want Blockbuster Wrestling to still be successful. We work hard for it. 
Uh, you heard a little backstory on that. We got more for it, but we just don't want to go too far in it because we want to talk about basketball real quick. So I'm going to give you a small little cut through real quick. Make sure Mr. Wally over here. Wally, you got to go wrestle, bro. I don't know, man. He's looking like he wants to go wrestling again. But uh, we're going to take another quick little small break, and we will be right back for the basketball part and be out of here. That's funny. <laughs> we're back, people. I just... So, well, me, Mr. A3, or me, Vince, whatever, get some free time. We like to play a little bit of PUBG on some Xbox One. So, uh, if you ever get a chance, you can play uh, play us on Xbox. Uh, what's your gamer tag, bro? Uh, M830Killer. Is that capitalized? You gotta let the people know what's up. I'm pretty sure. Honestly, I forget. So We're gonna check real quick. Let me just check this. Let me check. This. Uh, sure capital so, M okay, so it's and this is all together, all together. Capital M A three zero K I L L A. So it's M A three O Killer, but Killer is all lowercase. <coughs> Wally, chill out, bro. So if you want to play Mister A three on Xbox One, you can add him. He needs lots of friends. Trust me, you don't have any friends. So um. <laughs> Going to my gamer tag, of course I had to put my 8th J-Rock into it, so it's capital J, capital R-O-C-K, lower O-C-K, case, uh, then it's B-B-W-A-3-O, but it's lowercase b, big B, lowercase b, and A-3-O, so J-Rock, B-B-W-A-3-O, there's a space at between J-Rock and BBW, so make sure you add that. But BBW A throws together. So add us on there. We play PUBG. I play NBA 2K. Uh, so whenever you want to lose or if you want to add to my team and get some chicken dinners, uh, give us a shout. Do you play Fortnite? Mm, not so much Fortnite as PUBG. Definitely PUBG. Uh, I'll definitely hop on some gears. You know, whichever version you got, I got. There you go. Um, some GTA, uh, Madden, or FIFA. Oh yeah, I forgot. We used to, yeah. man. We used to play GTA, and uh, man, we need to get back in GTA. I love this game. I love Pull, game. Pulling off the heist, yeah. So it's pretty fun. All right, so guys, we're gonna finish off with another little twenty-minute segment, but we're gonna talk about basketball within that time. So um, again, uh, Vince has kind of been a big part of my life and a big part of uh, who we are today when it comes to basketball. I mean, it comes to wrestling, and now you're gonna hear the basketball part of it. So. Um, he had, we kind of started coaching together when um, Emilio mm -hmm. was in sixth grade, which Emilio is his middle, uh, middle big brother. Little big brother. Little big brother. This boy <clears throat> is like six. Come on, let's. Uh, he, well, he's 5'11", but I mean. Yeah, he's he, going to get out there, man. He, he's 5'11". He, right, right at six foot. What is he, like two? He's got to be at least 260, uh, bro. Careful, Come on. careful, man. He gets sensitive. I know, I know. But, but it's more uh, about the muscle. No, I think, <laughs> I, actually, I think he's about 230. About 230? Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to add on 30 pounds. Yeah. So, so, the guy, I just mean like you're big. Like, you know, let's flex mm -hmm. with the boys. Flexicution, like you heard at the beginning he, of my bit, episode uh, today. You know, former uh, New Braunfels Unicorn Varsity football player. There you so, go. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he's stout. You know, it's, hey, it's Mr. A3O is a runner, yo. Tell him about it. Tell him. What would you do in high school, bro? Oh, man. Uh, high school, uh, did cross country and track mainly. Uh, that kind yeah. of stuff. I, I mean, for years, bro. Yeah, I uh, remember middle school as well. Definitely ran, yeah. uh, and then you know, of course, I was always running on the side. I'm gonna have friend episodes pretty soon, so you can find out about like childhood crazy shit that I used to do with my friends. But um, George, 
I, George is a really good friend between me and Vince. Uh, George actually works, I work with him in the same company, I don't work with him now, but same company. Uh, and uh, man, we had so many memories with them, but these guys would get up like at five or I'd go hang out with them five or six in the morning, they're all getting up, getting ready to go run. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm going to the gym later to go play ball. So these guys used to take it really hard uh, and, and, and when it came to field and, and cross country, it was pretty cool. So, But anyway, and then now you got, um, that's how we got started with basketball. So he's an athlete uh, in Braunfels High School graduate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, yes, got into basketball, when? When did you start, I mean, other than Noah, I mean, we would play here and there. It's a good thing that we'd all comp- compete and play ball as, as friends. Um, and Vince is very, very 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 competitive by the way and uh so everything he did was very competitive um when did you get into basketball like other than like emilio because after emilio was gone i mean what, what was the next step of that because you coached him for how long oh uh, we coached him for two or three seasons in the spurs league uh together you know that's you know i mean i was always a fan you know from a kid you know grew up spurs fan you know watching the ball movement beautiful game all that kind of stuff uh, but, you know, got into coaching with my brother, mm-hmm. mainly just, you know, just looking to help, uh, you know, just looking to help my brother. That, that's all how it initially started. Uh, and of course, you know, the other kids on the team as well, um, you know, and as, you know, the years went on, uh, started to, you know, kind of feel that passion building up for helping these kids and helping them teaching the, the craft of the game and, and the, you know, the little details involved with it, you know, not yeah. just telling the kid, hey, kid, go uh, dribble, pass, and shoot, and, you know, that's how you play ball, um, you know, and at the same time, you know, yeah. kind of teaching myself, you know, yeah. any, anybody that knows me, they, they know I didn't play basketball in, in, yeah. in, in school and stuff like that, you know, um, but that didn't stop me from learning, uh, that didn't stop me from developing the craft and passion for just wanting to help the kids, uh, you know, because you know, I felt I didn't necessarily, yeah. you know. The, the way the way Vince has learned the game of basketball, in my eyes, is like the way you learn a new job and you get really good at it. Like for y'all people that are successful and and make a really good living with your job, like event, like you had to start somewhere and you learn like the small things that made your yourself great in that job, the fundamentals. That's how Vince learned the game of basketball. So now when he coaches it, that's exactly how you're supposed to play it. You know, so like from the T of everything, and this is what I hear a lot from the parents. We said, they, they always tell me this. They're like, we love the way uh, Coach Romero coaches because he literally goes down to the small things of how to position your legs, drop your bottom, and really give you that good position on defense, and which is why he's great on defense. And so it's really cool to see the parents see that, I see that as he grows, and then how he's learned the game. So that's been pretty cool. Now, okay, so you started coaching, we started doing these teams, um, I think it was the fact that I started training kids here and there. You didn't want to do any training. I was working with Noah because mm-hmm. Emilio started getting into high school, and he's like, I'm going to do football. Mm-hmm. So I had already started coaching these kids, doing my personal training, and I get Noah very little sometimes here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think just the fact of communication that Noah's always busy with church and stuff too. Uh, so eventually, somehow, some way, we get to coaching Noah. Right yeah. to a point to where Noah's my baby brother. Correct. Noah's yeah. little brother. He's little brother Castillo. Noah Castillo. He's a freshman right now, but he we started coaching him. Oh man, since he was third grade, fourth grade, maybe something like something that. like that. Yeah. 
And then, again, in and out, at least in my eyes, for me to coach him in some ways, we get to middle school and they want to start this basketball team. Whereas this team is being started, guys, I'm also starting New Braunfels Hoopmasters. So in the transition of all this stuff, um, I'm getting these days in the, in, in the gym, oh, getting New Braunfels Hoopmasters popping, basically, getting all my kids from the Spurs League and before and trying, getting them signed up, getting them believing in what we're doing because they've seen our coaching. And uh, Vince is kind of in and out because he's doing the Spartans deal because they've built this team around, uh, around some friends and the family that are some good ball players. And so I helped out a little bit with the team, uh, make my transition. He sticks around and does his thing, and he kind of coached him for a while. How was that experience coaching the Spartans, bro? Knowing that your brother's on the team, working with these boys, going to give some of those boys a shout-out. Oh, yeah, definitely shout-out to, you know, former Spartans. You know, it's hard to list them all, and forgive me if I forget any, but, you know, of course, my brother Noah was on the team. You know, Jeremiah, Josiah, uh, Everett, Jacob, Caleb. Uh, you know, there's a few others, you know, that kind of came in and out. Uh, I know Juan was on the team as well, Isaiah. Sorry, guys. You know, almost forgot y'all because y'all are from Canyon. Uh, at the same time, you know, my niece was at the, on the team. Uh, Maya! Uh, yes, a uh, female was on our team. You know, she was busting shots just like everybody else and working hard. Maya's a very um, talented young lady, by the way. Uh, very talented. Uh, All-around athlete, you know, for sure. You know, softball, she just with, basketball, softball, you know, this band. Um, Killing it. But um, going back to coaching, you know, and that experience with the Spartans, you know, we, we knew it was just a temporary thing. You know, I wasn't necessarily uh, building a program, but uh, it was kind of funny. You know, some, some other people around, you know, almost looked at us as we were building a program. And I think it was mainly because they saw the talent on the team. You know, Building I, uh, of a talent. These guys, it wasn't just the fact that these guys got together and played. Coach and the other coaches uh, that helped with that team, um, including myself for a moment, uh, we helped build those players to a point to where that's who they are today. And a lot of people don't uh, see it that way, but I mean, that's honestly how it's been, it is. And you know what's crazy, people, is there's some programs in this town that are very proud of who they are. And don't get me wrong, I look up to every program in this town because they're successful if they're still going over a certain amount of years. But the fact is that some of these programs were giving, were given certain players to build certain things. And, uh, then they were also given almost a system to run off of to do their thing. And one thing that I want everybody to understand is when the one day that we're successful, because not only am I going to work so hard uh, to the to the core to make sure that we are, no matter what I got to do and what I got to learn and what I got to prove, uh, we will get there. And when I get there, I'll be able to say that we built this program literally from the ground up. My top player, uh, my top players, uh, my top trainees, uh, and eventually we'll be able to say one day that our top teams, uh, they're literally built from the ground up. I'm taking players right now that hardly know how to play the game because I want to build these players. I'm not just taking the top players. So when we say that we are building and we're literally building uh, to build this program great, again, it's about working for something in the next couple of years, two, three years from now to show our craft. And I've been able to show that with multiple players. But... That's where this comes from. That's where we can understand and know like, that I can believe in Vince that he can help me build these teams because he's done it before. And I know that I can build these players because I've done it before. 
And so now that we got this thing going, he's going through the sparrings, I'm building up in Behoot Masters, and the, the thing I tell him is like, look, let's do this stuff, let's get these dates, let's get this going, let's sign this many kids up and we can make things successful. Let's keep it going, let's push it. And everything that we've done, we've been blessed enough to pray for, work hard for, and do great things for, and that's where we're at today, building our stuff. And, just, and you know what's so funny is, some of these parents go through these programs, and Vince is going to get a kick out of this too if he doesn't see it this way or if I'm showing him this way. But, dude, it's the same thing, bro. Building this wrestling program, I mean, this wrestling shows, building this wrestling organization for us to be where we're at today and for these families to go to those wrestlers and those companies that would talk so much shit about us. These parents come to us and they're like, oh man, you hear what this person's doing? You hear what that person's saying? You know, oh, you know, I hit this. <laughs> like it's the same shit right mm -hmm. but we already gone through it we've heard all the naysayers we've heard all those people that talk shit about us we've heard the bad words we've heard that I'm fat and he's skinny we've heard that I'm good looking and he's not so good looking I think he's got that one backwards <laughs> but the fact is this guys we still work hard and we still bust ass because we believe in our work and the people that get behind us We've shown it. And this is the first time that we're actually coming out and explaining it this way because, and now people are going to be like, oh shit, like they work together to build that. Look what they're going to build together to do this. And what's so funny, guys, is last Monday, right, bro? We had about 40 people, up to 50 people in this gym. And I'm telling everybody what I'm about to do. I'm literally telling human beings that maybe half of them even know me for longer than two, three years. Um, they're trusting me with their kids on a two, four, six, eight, maybe about a 10 hour basis on a weekly basis for the past couple months to, to, to hear this guy just preach and tell them how much that me and this fool next to me are about to bust ass and change shit. I mean, they're all coming back and some of them may leave, but at the end of the day, people, we work so hard for this stuff that again, we're going to succeed on doing everything that we do because we believe in it. And if you believe in what you can do, you can knock it out the fucking park just like we're about to and going to do. So it's crazy stuff. But yeah, okay, back to it. I had to get a little motion, uh, motivational for you. So we got into this basketball thing. How did you feel when I came to you, bro, and I told you, hey, we're going to get this training thing going. You in or what's up? Hmm. I mean, initially it was just like, I mean, I got free time, I'm not really doing much else, and, you know, I do have a passion for helping kids, you know, get better, you know, at, at the game of basketball, you know, so it was like, why not, you know, I, I mean, why not? If, I mean, and, and guys, again, like, we, the, the one thing that I can explain about who I am from growing up, and you can see a little events too, is we live a wrestler's life mentality. And I'm sorry to say this in a certain way, but we we literally like to show off our shit when it comes to our craft. Not by fucking walking around acting like we're big shit. Craft. Like, we get to the point where we know that we're so great with these kids and how we can get to them physically, mentally. Like, work with them to learn to be a certain way. Work with them to think a certain way. We've worked ourselves to do that. And just like in wrestling, when we do the same to you, when you're watching us, we make you think a certain way because of the way we show pain. We make you think a certain way by the way we show excitement. 
and it, you believe in us. And it's, it's almost the same thing like in the basketball. And so we touch, we're touching these guys' lives, these wrestlers, these wrestlers, these these basketball kids' lives, and we're motivating. I mean, Vince. I mean, they call Vince Subway for Christ's sakes, <laughs> and they call me many things. And it's just like we we have these relationships with these kids, which makes us work even harder. Guys, for the past three weeks, for actually month, we have practice Monday, we have practice Tuesday, we have practice Wednesday, we have practice Thursday, and in the past three weeks, again, we've been having games on Fridays. Like, that's work. Like, after our 40-hour jobs, by the way. And, you know what I mean? We do this for the kids, and we do this to make sure that we can push hard and work hard right now to do things later on that's going to make things even, not say easier, but better for this community, better for our basketball kids, better for hopefully me and Vince one day, who knows? Because in life, you got to work hard for what you want, and that's where we're at right now. Um, we sat the other day on Sunday in a meeting yesterday, as a matter of fact, and the things that we were talking about in that meeting are going to be huge one day. And so it's like we're working our best right now to get these things going, you know. So... And straight here wants to get out of here, but without that going, Vince, Coach, Romero, whatever I want to call you, we've got many names, sound like you mean. How do you feel about um, getting through this basketball stuff? Where do you think you want to go with it? Like, what is your big mind and open to with all this stuff? Like, I know I've been talking a little bit right now, but I know it's, you know, like, how do you feel about this whole basketball stuff? Um, what would you want people to know? They're going to hear this and let them know how passionate you are about basketball to a point to where you believe in this as well. Well, I mean, first and foremost, it, it, it's a love, you know, love of the game, period. You know, watching it, playing it, coaching it, uh, teaching it, you know, uh, little details, you know, everything about it, you know, is, it, you know, I just want to be a part of it, you know, and, and you know, making it a part of my life is, you know, at this moment. And, you know, really big for me because, you know, I, I love bettering these kids off, you know, um, yeah. feeling like I'm making an impact on them, you know, whether it be basketball, life, both, hopefully, um, you know, and showing them, you know, the right things going forward, that kind of thing. So, you know, that's what drives me and pushes me is, you know, simply just wanting to help, wanting to leave things better, you know, leaving a positive imprint, you know, positive impression. Uh, you know, from me and the work I do, the work we do together, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. And, you know, going forward, you know, you, know, you said it, you know, we're, there's big things we were talking about, you know, yesterday in our meeting, you know, we're, we're in the process of working our ass off to get it going, you know, and, you know, that's where we're headed. You know, I don't, I don't see any other outcome happening, you know, especially with, you know, the drive and force that we have, you know, on this path. So, um, you know, we're coming, you know, we're building this, you know, and, and it's because we just want to help, you know. At the end of the day, it's all about changing what's going on right now, changing the way people work. I mean, guys, <laughs> changing the way this basketball community works. Nobody really understands how, if you, I literally told all of our basketball kids and our basketball parents, yes, we're too good to be true. We are too damn good to be true. Because the day that I got up one day and I wanted to go play basketball somewhere, and the only people that were allowed to play basketball, and I'm sorry, no means am I never going to be, ever be racist towards anybody, but the only reason why I didn't play basketball a lot was because of 
I wasn't a white boy from New Braunfels. And to be able to give a lot of Hispanics on the west side and able to come to my free clinic like this Saturday and to come to our, our, our program and just to show that you got passion and want to be here because you can come over here and it takes you away from every thought that you have at home that's maybe may scary. That's what I do it for. Like, that's what I've done it for. You know what I'm saying? And that's going to change a kid's life. And that's what we want to do. That's what we were trying to do for New Braunfels. You don't know how many of my homeboys have kids right now from back in the day. And the only thing I want to do is just coach them so that way they, you know, can can see that there is a better life in some ways out there. And, you know, just to a point to where, look, hey, man, you can come play ball and, and you can have a better life. And you may not make it to the NBA, but hell, hopefully I can help you learn to learn responsibility so you can get a scholarship one day. Or go to school and get a degree or go to be be an entrepreneur be better than me and make more money than me one day. That's our goal. We want to better our, our, our youth. Because, again, at the end of the day, we want to leave a legacy. In my eyes, it's always about legacy. What legacy are you going to leave behind? Where are you going to imprint your name? Where are you going to imprint things so that way people still talk about you when you leave? Because you only have one life. You know what I'm saying? So that's our goal. So... We're going to end it at that. Mr. Me and Mr. A3 and Vince are going to have plenty of other talks. We're going to end it at that right there. Mr. Wally's ready to go home. Wally, ready to go home, Wally? Huh, Wally? Ready to go home? Huh? Wally. <laughs> I think he's ready to go home. Mr. A3 looks like he's ready to go home. I just want to appreciate him coming out. Appreciate you, bro. I know we spend plenty of hours together working on the court, working in the ring, working on business. And um, even working on the Xbox sticks. So make sure you come check us out on the Xbox um, when we get that free time, but people, share this with your, uh, community of your new Braunfels people, let the people know how strong we are about this basketball stuff, about this wrestling thing, about what we're going to be doing for New Braunfels, yo, and again, just like I said, you know, people see us from the outside in a certain way because they only see what we show, but, uh, if you come to our practices, you're more than welcome to sit through it to a point so where if you want to get to know how our program is going to be, you can come check it out, we got a free clinic this Saturday, people. I'm posting this right now, so when you wake up, you'll be able to listen to this. Uh, for all of our family that's going to listen to it, we appreciate you. We love you. I uh, hope our family gets uh, a little bit more involved with wrestling, yo. We want to see some of our family out there. And this is the last thing I'm going to go with with wrestling, people. Your boy J-Rock on May 27th, Memorial Day Mayhem, is going to be wrestling KO Cox on a one-on-one match. And... There's going to be some stipulation. We'll figure that out later. I'm thinking mystery show box, mystery box match. What do you think, Mr. Adrian? We love your mystery boxes. <laughs> Don't be releasing my information like that. You People. Like mystery boxes, but I say you do like a, I don't know, man. Uh, TLC. TLC? No, what are you no. trying to do to me? Hey, just well, because you're on the show, that doesn't mean you're trying to put me on the show. Gonna go out with the bang or not? Well, it's not the bang yet. Jesus, you love me. the end of the year. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check us out. I'm your boy, J-Rock, on Facebook. I'm about to get on YouTube. Actually, as a matter of fact, you can go ahead and start following me on YouTube. It's J-Rock and the TV on YouTube. Your boy, J-Rock, is out on J-Rock and the podcast. People, remember, make sure you do something nice for somebody. Understand that you don't get today back. And uh, you must, you don't get... I can't even talk. Let me do it again. You don't get today back. Make sure you do something nice for somebody. Remember, your tomorrow's never promised. Your boy, J-Rock, is that made you keep dabbing those jabronis. Hey, throw you any last words? Stay positive. Mindset, outlook, imprint on life.
We are out, people. Make sure you share this. Check the latest. Make sure you f- keep flexing.